Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. 635. Good morning to the morning family, the early morning risers, especially on a national holiday like this. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Salute on Veterans Day, Veterans Day weekend to everyone. Glad you're with us. It is the 10th day of November 2023, and I'm John Reed, and you're listening to News Radio WRVA. I want to go to Jerusalem this morning and talk to Jordana Miller, our ABC News correspondent, and get an update on what is happening there. Jordana, if I can ask you this, this agreed-to four-hour pause, um, I suspect that's not going to help Israel other than with the, the PR uh, element at the United Nations and with all the people who are covering this, what happens if the Hamas fighters don't also agree to pause their hostility? What what happens then? Good afternoon. Right. Well, right. Good afternoon. I mean, Israel is trying in good faith uh, to meet the request of President Biden and frankly to, you know, address the needs of Gazans who want to leave Gaza City and the surrounding areas and and head south. And so for the last, we've actually seen for several days already, Israel has opened a corridor uh, on the main highway, Salah Hadin, and has secured that highway, uh, even if Hamas has attacked some of the forces there, allowing thousands, tens of thousands of Gazans to head south. So yesterday, 50,000 did, the day before, 50,000 um, before that, uh, maybe twelve or 15,000. There was a, a jump um, in the middle of the week uh, when the fighting really intensified in northern Gaza. So what Israel has agreed to do now is extend those corridors um, from four hours. Uh, today, it will be actually eight hours. It started, the corridor opened at about 9 a.m., and it'll uh, they'll, it'll close around four, so in, a, in just a little more than two hours from now, um, and that will allow more and more Gazans to get out and to, you know, for aid to come in uh, to those areas in the south where civilians are fleeing. Uh, now, that doesn't mean Israel is going to stop its operations in Gaza City, uh, where which is really the heart of the fight, um, and you know. There, there isn't a lot of combat along that, along that highway, um, so it's not going to give Hamas some huge advantage to have uh, no fire around there. And by the way, there hasn't been much fighting around there anyway the last few days. So we'll have to see, you know, how how it works out. But it should allow more Gazans to leave. Uh, today it's on one corridor, but we understand that next week Israel's going to try to open up a second corridor that goes along the coastline. And how do they make sure that uh, there isn't the movement of of hostiles along with the innocent civilians? Yeah, that's a great question that was put actually to the defense minister recently. Um, and he said, we, we know who, you know, 
we have a lot of intelligence. We know who are the Hamas guys and who aren't. Um, he was asked even about, you know, what if they're trying to smuggle hostages even? Um, and he said, you know, we're watching the crowds. So, you know, we can imagine there might be cameras on the crowds. Um, and Israel may be looking at those, you know, afterwards to see if any, um, you know, faces match up. You know, Israel has very advanced facial recognition technology, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, where are these people going when they move? Are, are there just tent cities? Uh, or are they going to live outside in the short term? What What right, is the solution? Are, right. Right. There there are tent cities going up, um, you know, in in the south uh, and near Khan Yunus. Um, and that's where the bulk of the aid is going as well. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping that another 100 trucks will come in uh, today uh, to help, which even even at 100 trucks, it's not enough for the people of Gaza. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like a broken record, but every day we say we have to remember that's only one-third of the aid that used to come in during peace. There used to be 300, 400 trucks and no fuel is coming in. Uh, overnight there were, and overnight and this morning, we've heard reports from several uh, hospitals that they've, their buildings have been injured in, in, um, you know, cause they're in close, they're close by to the areas that the Israeli army um, has been bombing. Um, so that's disconcerting because hospitals are having to move patients and it affects their operations. They're also running low on fuel. Um, you know, they're, some of the directors are accusing Israel of targeting the hospitals. Israel says it does never targets a hospital, but if there are militants, Hamas terrorists operating two blocks away, right. uh, you know, a few years ago, they wouldn't get bombed. And today, you know, under the circumstances of an all-out war, they will get bombed. Right. So it is a more dangerous situation. And before we go, I know you're running close on time. Have we heard, have we had any more hostages released? You know, they're tearing some of the radicals are tearing the posters down that commemorate the people who've been kidnapped here in the United States. They don't want to see that. Right. I don't are, even under. I don't really. I don't even understand why they tear down the posters. Do they think those people are not really? Um, held you I know. Know, in the clutches of a terror group. It's They're odd. not really abducted. It's all it's all a fake campaign. Like, why would you rip down those pictures? It's to me, I, I find it so uh, um, it's mind boggling. Really, yeah. um, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad group that's one of the allies with Hamas. They are uh, estimated to be holding about forty of the hostages, and they released a video last night of one elderly Israeli woman and one uh, 12-year-old boy. Mm. And they, uh, you know, the actual videos were not played. That video was not played in Israel or really around the world because it was seen as a kind of psychological warfare and whatever the hostages said was certainly under duress. Mm -hmm. Um, But many hoped maybe they would be released last night. It didn't happen. Right. Um, maybe it will happen in the next couple of days, uh, but clearly talks have intensified for a hostage release deal. Uh, we saw the head of Israel's Mossad in Qatar in Doha meeting with the prime minister there and CIA chief Bill Burns, um, but there are still no breakthroughs. Yeah. 
We'll keep talking to you. Please stay safe this weekend. Jordana Miller, our ABC News correspondent live. Thank you from so Jerusalem. much. Thank you. I mean, you hear that? That's one of the that's one of the puzzling things watching the videos. I don't know. I mean, are you are you seeing these videos like I am? I'm trying not to obsess about this because there is a lot of domestic news that I don't want to lose track of. But it is stunning to me on these college campuses, especially, but in the streets, you know, in Washington and in New York, there are a lot of people who do feel emboldened to tear down these posters. I mean, look, we're not going to find kidnapped people in the United States, but the posters are going up for a political reason. So you're aware that innocent civilians and a reminder of who started this, you know, wasn't, wasn't Israel that went and slaughtered all of these, you know, what, 1,500 civilians to, to kick this thing off. That was Hamas. That was Palestinians who did that. A lot of innocent people are going to die, have died, and will continue to die because of that action on October 7th. But it's weird to me, these 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds on these campuses um, I, you know, perhaps I'm not very generous, but I assume they haven't read anything about this conflict historically or today. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't have a very high estimation of the academic prowess of the average college student these days. Um, sorry, I just don't. Uh, having interacted with a number of them who supposedly are well-read, I'm kind of underwhelmed on a regular basis. So their their action of tearing down these posters is interesting to me because do you know, during BLM, you remember how mad and offended I was, and I actually am very (laughs) well-read, okay? So I didn't go into every restaurant in Richmond that had a BLM poster. I skipped those restaurants. I did. I hope I denied them as much money as I possibly could. And if you have something that says BLM in your your operation today, I'm out the front door. I'm not smashing things. I'm not hurling things at you and your employees. I'm not uh, cussing people out in your restaurant or dumping things on the floor because I'm a civilized person. Oh, I'm as mad as hell. Don't get me wrong. I am furious, absolutely livid, but I'm a civilized person. I'm a Republican. So, no, I'm not going to smash your restaurant. I will not purchase things at your restaurant or your store. So, but And if you've got a BLM poster, I'm not going to tear it down. That's just weird to me. You remember how angry I was in 2020. And I'm trying to remember, did I, did I take anything down even from a public space where you didn't have the right to have it up? You know, you put it up. I can take it down. It's a public space. It's it's kind of no man's. You you okay? Put it up. I'll take it down. You have no right to post this here. You don't own the property. I didn't even do that then, and it wasn't because I was scared somebody's going to beat the hell out of me. Um, that you know, most people are intimidated when they come up against me physically. That's kind of stupid, but but they but they are, and I just am puzzled as to the mindset. See, this should worry you when these little girls in gym shorts on these college campuses feel empowered and entitled and arrogant enough to rip down posters of people who've been kidnapped, little children, old ladies. I a. What are you going to do if somebody decides to kick your butt? Nothing. 
you're not going to be able to defend yourself except scream and call what uh, student services and complain that somebody attacked you. So the, and then the other thing that's weird, and I want to be careful about the way I say this, but it is odd to me. These women, I mean, I see all these young women who are doing this. They are very um, unfeeling, uncaring women, right? They'll cry about a, a, a puppy. They'll cry about a puppy, but they're, they don't give a damn about human life, apparently. And they are very bold. Like, no one can touch me. I, I used to see when I went out a lot, I used to see it in these bars, these women who thought they could mouth off to anybody. And they probably could. To most white guys, they could mouth off to the white guys. Because the white guys were like, oh, I don't want to go to jail tonight. I'm, you know, She called me blankety blank blank and and tried to humiliate me in front of people threw a drink on me that kind of thing i'm not gonna then they would try it to some black guy in the bar and they'd get backhanded across the face and boy the tears would start flowing and i thought wow this is interesting to observe the social dynamics of today's culture occasionally there'd be uh i i'm not saying this in a derogatory way a redneck guy or a, a guy who was like all right um, usually the white guy would take exception when he got hit, right? You could do you could do or say anything up until the point where you hit the guy, and then the guy generally wouldn't punch the girl, but would be physical and take her down. <laughs> and it's just an interesting dynamic. I I I is this feminism on display? I don't think so. I think it's a crass hardening of females across the country, which probably doesn't serve our culture very well. We could explore that for the next three hours if it was sociology class or psychology class or a culture class. It's 648. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.